Welcome to the Limitless Level Podcast. My name is Brendan Kearney, and each week I'll bring to you insights, tips, and strategies on developing your mindset, fitness performance, and your well-being. It is my mission to empower others to step into their potential and own their lives. I believe through self-awareness, you gain self-mastery, and when you master yourself, you can master any area of your life. Okay, so I am back here, and I am with a friend of mine. Uh, This is going to be a very special episode, and what makes it so special is first, this is my first one where I do have a guest appearing on the show, and what makes it really special is it is a good friend of mine named Jacob Chinuradzo. Now, just a little bit of backdrop on Jacob here. Uh, Jacob and and I met through our local church. Uh, He was immigrated when he was he was younger over to um, over to Canada uh, from Zimbabwe. So he was adopted by his uh, godmother uh, Jan, and so he's lived in he's lived in the area of uh, Brockville, Ontario, where we both are. And he is pursuing a program in strength and conditioning uh, because he is passionate about fitness performance. Uh, He is a performance athlete athlete himself. He is an avid runner and fitness enthusiast and practitioner. And so he aspires to use his fitness, talent, skills, and ability uh, to help inspire and impact others uh, in his community and also expand potentially globally. Uh, He has the uh, desire to be uh, an Olympic athlete and compete at like the Olympic level. And uh, through this journey, though, he has been of faith in in Jesus, he's been pursuing his faith in Christ uh, for many many years now, and through his journey, he's had some pretty impactful insights and experiences in his life that I feel are a strong testimonial that he uh, is living into himself, and he's just more inspired to share that with others and how he, uh, fitness and um, spirituality can really just complement each other and really just help you with your mental health, your well-being, and the whole gamut. So, um, Jacob, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks, Brendan. That was a pretty good introduction. All right. So, first off, Jacob, uh, what are you grateful for in your life right now? Um. Well, that's a pretty good question, dude. Um, I think there's, I think there's so many things I think we can be grateful for in our lives right now. Like, um, even in the midst of a pandemic or anything going on, that's I guess it doesn't seem like it's going our way. Um, but I think, I think the biggest thing I think um, that I think I'm grateful for, and, and and my wife, I think, is being able to still get married <laughs> in the pandemic. So we got married in. I believe June of uh, this year. So and then, yeah. So and then we weren't we 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 weren't like able to have the whole celebration, but we uh we plan to to still do that next year if uh, if COVID doesn't uh, do its job to interfere <laughs> with our lives. So, but yeah, I think that's the number one thing I believe. So and and that I can still do I guess what I still love doing, you know, without it interfering as much as it really should so but there's a lot more but i think those are the two two things i believe so what inspires you right now jacob what inspires me i think i think i think just i think just realizing like you know mentally in myself that i can <laughs> to be like i guess my, i guess i inspire myself <laughs> like i inspire myself if that could be a thing you know, like I mentally, like I, I think I realized myself that I could, that I can become, you know, better 
um, I think in the weakness I feel like we are we are in, you know, like in that I feel like that just inspires me just being like, wow, like I can just, I can be better in myself, you know, because, you know, the Lord just works great in your weaknesses, you know. So I just, I just feel like, you know, with everything going on, I feel like we are, we're able to just try to uplift ourselves, you know, mentally with, um, I believe what I think we can do, you know, even if we don't have some of the resources, what we can do, but in, obviously in my circumstances, I feel like I've had the resources. So I've been able to still do the things, like I said, I've, I'd love to do. So, but in retrospect, I guess I would say I inspired myself, <laughs> but, but yeah. And, and I think actually seeing a lot of, um, sports like i'm obviously a sports advocate but i just i like seeing a lot of um like you know with the pandemic everything has been shutting things down but being able to see some of the sports organizations still you know do some of the sports events um you know in midst of a pandemic you know um it's it's just really that's that's pretty inspiring you know to see people kind of just you know be like all right well you know kind of basically like, well, screw COVID, you know, like it's not going to stop us, right? In a, in a safety precaution, obviously, because obviously I have all guidelines, but I think just seeing the world just kind of take a step further, you know, to risk, you know, and being like, hey, like, I think we could do this, you know, even if there's a pandemic, I think that's been really inspiring, you know, and seeing athletes, you know, and I think athletes grow behind the scene more than they grow in the light. So seeing a lot of athletes, I think, because um, I follow a lot, obviously, but just seeing them grow um, behind the scene in their struggle, you know, they still have that mindset of becoming great or still have that mindset of that dream or still have that mindset of being like, hey, like, <laughs> this is just this is just a small roadblock in the way, you know? So I think that's another big thing that inspires me too. So there's a lot, but that would be up at the top. Awesome. I like the how you just said uh, you inspire yourself. And I think that's very, very important because if we're looking too much in the world for inspiration, it can get kind of hard sometimes. And uh, I think it, I think it just needs, raises our uh, awareness of the need for more people to be inspired, but be inspiring people as well and learn how to inspire themselves right so they can inspire other people and that's just a constant inspiration um uh circle anyway so yeah so jacob what are three fun facts about yourself they could just be something maybe you don't people don't know about or just general uh music interest food interest whatever just off the top of your head, three fun facts about yourself. Uh, well, I guess a lot of people don't know that um, I, I I run, but um, I think um, my foundation of running kind of started with um, speed skating, actually, um, when I was, like, really small. So <laughs> a lot of people don't know I speed skate because I don't – I guess that's pretty Canadian to do. <laughs> so <laughs> – so I guess that, you know, one-ups me for being a little bit more Canadian than I should be. So um, that's probably one. Um, another fun fact. Um, I eat a lot of rice. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I think I think I'm sad with having, you know, my carb load in because, like, I, I'll eat rice until I look like it. So I just that, – that, that really helps me, makes me happy realizing I can just eat a pound of rice before a race or two, <laughs> two days before I'm set. <laughs> and then three, um, huh. I'm not sure. That's a pretty good one. I can, um, I think one is, <laughs> when I was a kid, I could do like, I could probably still do it now, but um, I can do at least like a two or three minute handstand and just kind of walk with my hands until I guess the blood starts rushing but yeah as a kid I used to do that a lot so I mean I could I guess I could have been in gymnastics um, if I stayed a little bit longer uh, you know, on my hands but <laughs> I guess that wasn't the road uh, to be so <laughs> yeah well you definitely strike me as someone you naturally have that very fit body and, and very gifted so I can totally see you doing a longer handstand and you know even out doing me doing handstands uh, I've, I've gotten I've gotten uh, my head stands down, but the funny part is I learned head stands way after 
uh, handstands, but then when I got headstands down, it's like, like I can just, I can almost meditate um, <laughs> in, in a handstand, whereas a, 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 or a headstand, but whereas a handstand, you know, still takes a lot of that effort because you're using your hands and it requires more balance and, and strength. So, but anyways, enough about me. Uh, so Jacob, if we could just dive into your story here, um, I want you to share just a backdrop of where you come from, you know, as far back as you can recall, maybe some of the big moments of your life up until, uh, uh, you know, up to recently, just share a bit about your journey, um, maybe from childhood, from when you moved, uh, what, what led you to your love for fitness and your faith in Jesus? It's, oh, well, I think it goes, I think it goes a long way back. You know, um, like I said, like you were right, I was born in uh, Zimbabwe, um, the city of Ferrari. So, and um, actually very young. I was, I was at least five years old. And um, yeah, like my story starts, I guess, like I was found in the bathroom and uh, a policeman found me and he took me to the orphanage um, in Chimaranaso. So, and my mom, uh, she happened to work with World Vision and uh, God uh, lined it up so, uh, for her and I to be destined to walk through life together, you know, as uh, starting my journey, I guess, being an adult and growing up. So, but um, yeah, I think, I think it's, I think my faith um, has always kind of been there. You know, my mom, um, well, she's, she's, she was like 50 years old. Um, when she first adopted me, right? So, you know, it's kind of an odd. Uh, um, I think my mom really uh, helped me um, form the foundation, you know, of, of my life uh, because, um, you know, I, I really didn't have a life, I guess, to have, you know, that's, I guess that's the setting of uh, the adoption phase, right? So, um, yeah, I came here when I was five and then we lived in um, uh, New Dublin, which is a couple couple minutes away from Brockville, and we just she she actually lived in a refugee house. Actually, she was working uh, in the house there. So we had a lot of people coming in from different countries, mostly uh, Ethiopia and stuff. So you know, I kind of I kind of had that like pilgrimage, <laughs> I guess, life kind of up, upbringing with um, with the moms. So, um, but yeah, she she's um, she was fifty years old when she adopted. Right, so she 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 wasn't young, <laughs> right? So it's just it's been her and I for for a while. So, but but hey, she's been the both she's been the best of both worlds, you know. So I applaud her for that. That's a uh, pretty amazing. You know, it just sounds like you were just saved by this uh, by this angel, so to speak. Uh, which I refer to as uh, Jan, your your godmother. Which I've I've come to uh, know her pretty well myself, and uh, yeah, it's definitely a true blessing um, to have her, uh, you know, take you under her wing, so to speak. But that's it's yeah, it's truly incredible. So you're very young when you move to to Brockville, and. What was it like growing up in this area? Because you went to school and, you know, you being a minority and how, how did you, how did you face these? Like, what were the challenges for you um, going through school and, you know, uh, just like the whole social setting and, and, uh, you know, how, how did the uh, faith in, in, in God and, you know, your pursuit for for your fitness endeavors, like how did that really just help out uh, through, you know, some of the challenges that you may have faced? <laughs> so Brockville is not really, you know, a very multicultural place. But, um, but it, 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 you know, it does, it does have Asian, some blacks and that here and there, right? So because we're right on the border of the States, Right, so um, I, I guess you could, I guess say, <laughs> because um, I was only we I went to Tess, which is Thousand Island Secondary School, so it was 
one of the biggest schools in Brockville. So, I mean, I, I, I was predominantly like the one black kid in school, right? So, I mean, in, in terms of just, you know, cultural wise, I think uh, I've always been, you know, the odd man out. You know, there, there was another black guy um, that I kind of grew up, I guess, with. And he was from um, Ivory Coast, actually. So, became uh, pretty good friends, you know, in high school and that. So, you know, we kind of kind of have that mentality, you know, kind of sticking together in a way, right? So, but um, just growing up too, you know, playing sports. I played soccer too. I got, that's kind of where I get some speed too um, for my running now. But, um, you know, being the only kind of black kid on the team, like it just, you kind of get used to it, right? And, and my mom kind of helped me kind of understand that, you know, I um. But as a kid, you don't really notice it, right? You just you just kind of live life, you know, and that's 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 kind of how it's supposed to be. But obviously, when when you start growing up, you start to you start to wonder and be like, "What is this? Is this how it's supposed to be, or what's going on?" You know, um, right? So, and and, uh, and I've even dealt with my fair share of racism in um, in Brockville too, right? Like it's it's everywhere, right? It doesn't matter really where it is, but um, but yeah, like. In, you just kind of grow through things like that, right? Because, you know, what, what life gives you sometimes, you kind of have to throw back at it, but, you know, but you kind of have to, you know, throw, you know, throw, you know, truths at it, right? And I think, I think with that, you know, my mom took me to church. I was a young kid. So, you know, didn't really get the concept of, you know, going to church all the time, but, you know, that she, she planted the seed of just realizing, you know, it was a good thing to do. Um, so, and, you know, now I do that now almost every day, every, every Sunday, right? And I do devotions and all that stuff. So just, you know, being, being young, she planted the seed and, and it's just throughout high school too, I was, I was kind of a lost cause. So like, um, I did sports action. I did really well growing up in sports in grade eight, actually seven. I did cross country too as a kid, young, young, like I remember my first race, when I was in like Rumble Christian College, and I was like, I don't even know how old I was, maybe like six or seven. And like, we were running a 100 meter race, and like, I won it, and I was like flying, but like, I kept looking behind me. <laughs> and like, and I just, you know, someone told me, I was like, dude, you're supposed to look in front of you, right? But like, I have no idea how to run, right? But I just, you know, it's just kind of in you, right? And, and I feel like that's like totally like the description of born to run. You know, so, but, but yeah, just, I've had, you know, looking back at it now, like you realize like, oh, wow, okay, that's where it kind of, kind of started. And this is how, this is how it kind of brought up my, my love for running or love for sports, you know? So I kind of just fell, you know, in the sports world, kind of just realizing everything, you know, and I play a lot of sports, right? So, and I, and I feel like that, that should be, I think, a really good basis for kids, you know? You know, parents shouldn't be, my mom was never like, oh, you should do this or stick to it. You know, she was really open as a mom. You know, that's why I did speed skating, obviously, in soccer. I played some volleyball, not much, though. I wasn't tall enough. But, you know, it's it's good as a kid to just play a bunch of sports, you know, and you figure it out yourself, right? You'll figure out what's best for you and what, what doesn't work for you, right? So, but yeah, it's just how it kind of, brought me up and, and through that like obviously I've had you know the faith to realize after I think I think my faith kind of came in at, at the end of high school realizing like oh maybe this is the sport you know with running and stuff so but that hit me after um, like grade 11 or 12 of the high school years so that's pretty amazing so it's like you you uh, discovered this talent for for running and and you were into track and field and you were very athletic and through you excelling in those it must have really just gave you a sense of confidence and saw in you know a way for you to really feel like you have your place so i know you more recently have been in school for uh, strength and conditioning and for coaching athletes, right? Now, what what got you into that? And uh, if you 
could as well is share some of the the recent um, highlights that you've had in in your training because I know you you wa- you've won some competitions recently that were pretty impressive uh, that just really that I was impressed by was you know the the strength that you showcased in there coming from a, a guy of very you know you're very you're small, you're very lean, uh, showcasing your strength and lifting, you know, the way you did with your technique. It was rather impressive. So yeah, just share a little bit about your current, um, you know, achievements and, uh, you know, a little bit about what you're pursuing in school right now. Um, oh man, like I, I, I don't even know how it really came up, you know, me coming up here, but well, I do, you know, um, I'm really I found my wife maybe two hours away from North Bay um, in Bracebridge. But um I just I was looking I was just looking for somewhere, you know, for my next step after high school, you know. Um like I excelled really great in high school. Um it's, it's another story with sports, but I, I was just looking for the next step. Um when I was reaching out for coaches down in the States to run. Um and I was going to go to Kansas, um, Kansas State, and there was uh, a Christian college there, and NAIA, um, like, there's, like, NAIA, Division One, obviously, and all those junior schools and everything. There's so much, so much categories. It's crazy. But, um, yeah, I was going to go down the States, but, and then I just, I didn't end up going because I just, I just had a sudden turn of events with my life, you know? God works in mysterious ways and ended up going to Bracebridge. So, and I did a disciplement course there. But um, with the sports thing, um, it, it really it really intrigued me to come up here because there was a strength and conditioning program course. It's a two-year course, and I just, you know, I was curious in a way where it's like, I don't know if I want to do strength conditioning because it's like, you know, I don't know much about it because of uh, running. And, I, and a lot of people have, like, misconceptions about strength conditioning with running. Because, you know, they don't want to put on muscle or they don't want to, you know, they, they don't want to get too heavy for running. And there's just, there's a lot of science behind it, right? So, and that, that's where I was kind of like, eh, right? But I just, I, I took the leap of faith and I ended up coming up here and I took a two-year course and I just finished two. Um, so, you know, praise the Lord. <laughs> and um, it just... Yeah, it just opened my eyes to things I, I never really thought I could see, you know, and like I said, that's how God works. Like, he uses, you know, things that we might not understand, you know, but in the long run and at the end of the journey, we'll, we'll have just a fulfilling and amount of, an abundant amount of understanding, you know, in, um, in some situations, right? So I just, I ended up doing the course and there was a guy up here named Larry. Um, who who was part of the course, and he's like a 70-year-old. Just think of him like a 70-year-old guy going into doing a program, and he's a short guy, but like he's, he's you can tell he's lean, he's, he's muscular, right? You can tell he's been doing some strength stuff, right? So he kind of he kind of founded um, the strength conditioning course up here, actually. Um, and it's awesome, but like that's what sports is. It's just, it's finding, discovering, and and then and then making it happen, you know, because he, he made something happen up here in North Bay, and North Bay doesn't have much, I would say that, but it has, it has some stuff, you have to look for it, right, like, he made it, he made it happen with the foundation here, with strength conditioning, um, back in, like, the 70s or 80s, and he, um, yeah, he used, he started working with, with kids and that stuff, with hockey, and it's just, like, he just made it happen with the kids, like, he built a foundation, you know, and that's what strength and sports conditioning is. Like it's it's a foundation of the sports and and he 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 just he made he made, you know, something like strength conditioning um, a priority, you know, in, in the kids and athletes' lives. But um, but in the way where it just you know, the kids understood like what what why am I doing this? And you know, and and strength and um, it's conditioning is, is based on two lifts, which is the Olympic lifts, right? Which is the snatch and the 
clean and jerk, right? It's not the um, powerlifting or anything. But, um, and yeah, like it's just based on those two lifts and it just, the two lifts, it's just, it's just crazy the amount of like things it does to your body, you know, it gives you flexibility, it gives you strength, it gives you, it's just, just everything in one, you know? And, and that's, and that's what I, I came here and I just understood that after the first year, I was like, wow, man, I can't believe how much I've done this, right? And me becoming a runner, and I was just, I didn't really get into the longer distance until this year, but, um, yeah, I ended up, you know, participating in uh, events and yeah, I did usually well, I guess, you know, I broke, I broke the, uh, the Canador record for my category, which is like the six under 60, 61, um, kilogram. And yeah, I ended up, I believe snatching, oh goodness. I snapped like 61 and then I like clean and jerked like 80 or 81 kilometers for me and my running head here, uh, kilograms. So, and yeah, and like just that confidence, you know, me being able to obviously break a record or just being like, wow. And I'm even, you know, it's giving me like, wow, okay, well, there's, there's something going on here. You know, the strength conditioning is, is, is helping, you know, my running, it's helping my, you know, um, my strength, you know, so it's, 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 it's opened a lot of doors, you know, for me with, um, running and obviously, you know, my career wise, right. Cause that's something I obviously want to do is, um, is personal train and, um, become a coach, you know, in, um, my running, in the running aspect, um, of athletics. That's very awesome, Jake. So you found the importance of strength and conditioning and how it really crosses over to impact any sort of uh, sport or, you know, fitness activity. Because like, like you said, when, when uh, a lot of people think of strength and conditioning, they think of like lifting heavy weights for the sake of like, I don't know, just ego and, you know, trying to hit another PR and all those things. And then you know, we put stereotypes on strength conditioning and, 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 you know, it's, it's, it is kind of misconceived and it's, I don't think it's understood enough. And you pursuing the program, you've, you've experienced the benefits for yourself, like you just mentioned. And so you can definitely see the need of strength and conditioning to be incorporated into anyone's, uh, health and like they're anyone's general fitness repertoire whether whether they are a competitive athlete or or just like say a weekend warrior yeah definitely no you're you're totally right about that and and i think that's and i think that's the thing with um with strength conditioning like you kind of just have to you, you you shouldn't be thinking about it too much you know you gotta you, you have to let your mind kind of just veer off in a different world you know because like you know, sometimes when I get up, when I get up to the platform, you know, my mind's like, oh my goodness, man, this thing is heavy. Like, how the heck am I going to lift this? Right? But you, you, you know, you already have to go in a mindset where you know you can do it or, you know, I can do this. Right? And I think that's the biggest thing with sports too, right? Like, you have to, you have to believe you can do it before you even achieve it. You know, and I think... And I think that's the bread and butter. You know, you have to you have to mentally prepare yourself before you can physically do something like that in sports. And it all starts there, right? So it's helped it's helped me mentally, you know, realize what I had to do with um, with my running or what I had to do with conditioning, you know. And that's a huge part with 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 sports. Like you have to strengthen your body in order to put more volume and strain on your body because it's, it's, it's a huge thing in this world, right? A lot of people, a lot of people, you know, might not understand, I guess, what, what, what do I have to do in the program to push strength? And, you know, you don't, you don't just lift heavy to gain muscle. You know, you can't do that. You, you can't do that, right? But there's, there's some specifics you have to do, you know, you have to, you have to, you have to realize what, 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 what do you want to strengthen? You know, like strengthening could mean, you have to do more flexibility stuff so you can so you can be more durable as you're doing you know the snatch or the clean the core, right or your or your body um, for posture like 
you know, some people's postures were horrible and mine was pretty bad too when I first when I first did it. But after I got to understand like how my body, you know, I had to know my body in order to 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 you know ask it, you know, this is what I have to do, you know, like tell my body this is what you have to do in order to live. You know? So and that and that really helped me kind of mentally, like I said, get you know, you know, get my game on before I really that is very awesome so you learned the importance of mental preparation like you visualize the outcome that you want to achieve and it's second nature i think for anyone who is really you know they are really passionate about something they love doing something it's on their mind right like I know when I was snowboarding and, 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 you know, amongst many other things I've done um, as far as movement goes, but snowboarding, like I'd visualize, I would just naturally take the lot, the time to visualize um, going off a jump, you know, performing a new trick or if I wanted to make it better, like visualizing. And it was always like going back to reflect, okay, how can I improve this? And you would see it in your mind. Um, before you achieve it, and and we naturally do that with many things, like I mentioned, that are that that we are that are important to us, or that we're very into. So you touched on the mental aspect of this. So I want you to just kind of share with us, like how did fitness impact your uh, your mental health? And how, how did you find vice versa, like your mental health benefited your fitness performance? That's, that's really big. Like, um, fitness obviously can be a physical, a physical, um, uh, I believe, achievement, a physical, you know, you want to get a goal physically, but um, it also is mentally. You know, there, there's obviously a spiritual aspect too of it, but for me, it's... Um, you know, my top goal, obviously, is spiritually. You know, I have spiritual goals that I like to get to with my fitness, but also I also like to do it mentally. And um, and uh, it mentally, I believe it's 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 formed. Um, it's kind of I put a seed in my mind, you know, um, where it's like I want to I want to you know in order to you know see something grow. You have to prune it. You have to take care of it, right? You know, through the seasons and through the dry, you know, environment, through whatever environment it grows in, right? And, and that's what I was kind of doing with my mind. You know, my mind is like the seed, and I just and the world is the environment, right? And you know, we go through harsh environments in, in life, but my mind, I had to. For me, um, you have to find what what works with. You know your growth. And for me, um, the biggest thing, the biggest thing, obviously, is spiritually. But the next biggest thing for me is physically with running. You know, I found, I found, um, you know, I create my, I, I create, you know, my, my goals um, to be barrier, barriers. You know, so I put one barrier in front of myself. You know, and I, it's like whether it's me trying to break, you know, um, twenty thirty. Um, in um, a 10K, for me trying to break sub 16, 15 in a 10K, you know, um, it's, I put myself, I, and, you know, I put barriers in front of that and being like, okay, I have to break that barrier in order to myself. And I see myself physically, you know, me running through a barrier and being like, all right, sweet, that's the next barrier I gotta go through, right? So um, and that's how I see my, and that's how I make a mental picture, you know, I am. I, I put myself, you know, I get visions, you know, um, spiritually, you know, for me to, to understand, you know, and then I, I apply it, you know, physically. So, but it's, it's, um, it's helped me, you know, it's helped me, um, you know, captivate my own inspiration um, to, to, you know, go to the next level. Right and mentally, you know, I've dealt a lot. Actually, it's a story. I've dealt a lot with, um, you know, mental, mental illness and that. 
uh, especially in high school, but even after high school, you know, mental illness never, never really actually leaves. You know, it's something that just that just kind of, you know, it's like a, like a presence, I guess, kind of in your head. You know, it just it kind of floats there, you know, and then it comes out whenever you don't least expect it. Right, and that's kind of and that's kind of with me. Like it's, you know, I have days where it's just I don't want to do crap. You know, I don't want to work out or anything. But and then I've already put that seed in my mind that I just don't want to do it. But and then I have to push myself physically to do it. Right. So, but but mentally at the end I'm like, wow, I needed that. You know. So as for me achieving my goals in in a sports sense. Um, I, I, um, I had to, I had to go, I had to go through a lot of mental barriers, you know. But with the physical barriers that I go through, it's 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 helped me. I, I can't even, you know, fathom myself not, you know, running or doing fitness stuff, you know, because it's helped me mentally, you know, cope with my mind, you know. And I'm an anxious person anyway, so I just I can't go a day without not working out. You know, but like I do smart, you know, like I'm not gonna pound go to you know, go to pound town with my body and just like grind every day, you know. People are like pain no gain, like in a sense that makes sense, but you can't just pain and gain every single day. You gotta give yourself some rest, you know. Whether whether that's doing yoga, whether that's just swimming or cycling. Right? So even that, like even that helps my, my mental my mental I guess illness, you know trying to be like ease ease the anxiety and stuff so yeah fitness is not just about winning or anything like it's more mentally for myself and my mental health than it is for you know if i want to get a certain time or lift a heavier weight you know so you know i can totally resonate with that because in my journey growing up like my discovery for fitness and engaging in various forms of it, it's really saved me. It's helped, you know, develop my self-confidence and well-being dramatically. And so it just, it really became, a, it's a part of my life. It's not just something I do because, you know, it, it, there's so much information that tells you why fitness is good for various reasons. It's just like, I just do it because, you know, I live it and breathe it. And I think, you know, it was a blessing that I, I discovered that love for fitness because I don't know where else I would be. So talk a little bit, Jacob, how did God come into play? Like your, your faith in, in God, like how, where, how did that help you um, through your fitness? performances and 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 your pursuits and 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 you know how how has you know pursuing these things really help you um draw closer to god if you will um i believe with myself i believe you know god gives everyone um a gift you know everyone has a gift but uh, sometimes people walk through life with um a gift that might be sleeping, you know, and I believe, I believe the Lord um, awakened my gift, you know, um, after high school, you know, because like I said, in high school, I was really, I won a lot of good, like, I guess trophies, I guess you'd say, it's like I was, I was the top athlete coming out of, um, like, my area, district, in grade age, but, um, you know, life had a different road for me. And, you know, I got in a bad crowd in high school and stuff, right? So back and forth with athletics and just, you know, just doing stuff, I guess, the popular things we do and stuff, right? So that didn't help in any way, you know, spiritually or mentally or physically either. Um, and spiritually, I believe, with me trying to, you know, with me putting the nail to the to the board and then God being the hammer and being like, all right, you need to, you need to be firm. You need to, you know, get grounded, you know, the foundation I believe I can put you in. And, you know, and I'm still believing that now. And that's, that's an ever so long journey until you're dead. <laughs> like you, you never stop growing. 
um, if you if you want, you know, in the Lord's path for you, you know, and I've just been growing ever since. And I just, um, without my fitness, I mean, without God, I don't have fitness, you know, because he's, he's given me that desire in my heart. And he's, he's awakened that desire in me because I acknowledged um, that desire and I wanted it, right? So, you know, God is not a person that just, you know, you take, take, take. But you don't get back to him, right? You, it's a, it's a relationship, right? So I was, I was able to spiritually be like, you know, in those moments where um, I just did track and I just ran, but I did it for myself, you know. So I want to be, I want to be able to envision myself being on the podium, but glorifying God rather than my success, and that's, and I believe that's what I want. And I believe that's what I want for my life, right? So I want to be able, I want people to be able to see um, God um, through me, through my sports. So, and with that, um, I've asked, you know, the Lord to help me ground that with the foundation that I believe I should have in myself, right? Because it's like in the Bible, there's a parable where, you know, a man builds his house on the sand and it withers away, right? When the storm comes, or a man builds his house on the mud away and then the lord was like well build your house you know in my solid foundation and he built it on a rock but um you know it interprets that if you build you know your life on my foundation you can go through the storms and you know you'll, you'll be able to see the the light days you know you'll be able to get through the rainy haily days right and then with that um the sunny days are a lot more worth it <laughs> you know so yeah that's incredible, Jacob. It's, uh, you know, I've really seen this development in you um, over the years, and it's it's it really inspires me. So, what um, what sort of message would you leave to people who may be struggling with insecurity, uncertainty? You know, don't know where they fit in the world. Like, what message would you give to them? And coming from your experience with your fitness and your faith, what would you recommend to people in, in those places to, you know, to, to do as far as physically, mentally, and spiritually? Well, I guess I can break it down in the, in the sense that you said it. Um, physically, um, I'd physically, I'd physically try to make your body healthy. You know, I try to, I try to do the healthy things, whether it's eating right, um, or whether it's putting yourself in a good environment, um, physically. You know, not doing drugs or anything. Like, and obviously, if you are, you know, try to get yourself out of drugs and try to get help. You know, or physically, um, um, where you know a lot of people go through suicidal thoughts or anything like that, or harming themselves. You know, you physically should go get help, right? And there's always help out there. And then I think, and then mentally, I believe, um, you know, if you're in a state that, oh, this is only me or whatever. And I've been through that. Like there's, you know, like my last, last two high school years were, you know, hell. <laughs> um, but mentally, I believe, um, I, think, I think we should, um, it's harder said than done, you know, because actions speak a lot louder than words. You know, when people are like, oh, just go do this and do that. But it's like, have you been through that? Right. But I believe if you are going through those thoughts, as I have, um, mentally, I believe realizing that you're not the only one. You know, um, uh, First Peter, I forget what it is in the Bible, but it says that, you know, you should realize the knowledge that so too are other believers going through the same thing. You know, there's 8 billion people in the world. <laughs> um, there's going to be bound to be a percentage of that of those people that are going through the same thing, you know, whether it's a friend or a family member or someone just you don't even know that just you know and you end up speaking to, you know. Um, but I believe spiritually, then I believe we it's really hard. Like I said, easier said than done. <laughs> it's hard spiritually to realize that there there is a good and evil. 
you know, in this world. Like, whether you believe it or not, you know, if you're not spiritual or anything, or if you're high, there's, there's good in this world, and that good's God, and there's bad, and that is Satan. So we need to realize that it's, uh, it's a battle. You know, there's a spiritual battle going on while we're just living our lives, you know? So we need to, we need to be grounded in a foundation, I believe, spiritually, that, that can help us in, in a world that's, that's like this. You know, we have so much distractions in this world too, right? And I don't blame you. I've been distracted by many of those things and I still am sometimes. But um, I think the point of giving up um, is our worst is our worst enemy sometimes. And sometimes our worst enemy is ourselves. But sometimes I feel like we need to, and I've done it myself, we need to look in the mirror and be like, if, if this person's gonna give up, well, think of how many other people too are gonna give up. So, you know, I believe we need to believe ourselves before we can start to believe others. And, and I believe that's working with me, you know. Um, I've, I still deal with depression, right? But, you know, it's, it's been a heck of a lot better. I'll give you that. You know, I have some days where I just want to sleep in bed, and I will sleep in bed all day. But, and that's happened, that hasn't happened in a while, but, like, you know, that's, what, what, is, what is sleeping in bed going to do? You know, and I have something on my board up here. Um, you know, I have something. You know, and I think that's something that should be, that should be done. You know, I'm a visual person, but I have um, iron sharpens iron, which is another thing in the Bible, which is, you know, a friend sharpens another friend. You know, one, one, you know, and it says that again, too. I forget where it says it, but it's, you know, you're not going to, if you sleep alone, um, it's hard to warm yourself up. You know, it's hard to do labor by yourself. But if you have another companion with you, the warmth of you two can be together. And and that could be something, obviously, figuratively, like um, whether you have a friend that's a guy or a friend that's a girl too, right? But, um, you know, iron sharpens iron. If you two understand each other, you know, you grow together. You know, you thrive in an environment together, you know. Um, and you can see each other grow too. And I think that's, I think that's something huge for people. But um, like I said, I, like I, I have like the Olympic rings and then I have like this little sticky note that like that's Philippians 4.13. It's like what you do today will be the steps to greatness. And, and I believe that is, you know, whatever I do today will, will, um, I'm going to tongue tied. I don't know what that word is, but what you do today will, uh, will determine what you do and become tomorrow. Right. So. So just, you know, and that's, and that's a spiritual aspect and a mental aspect, right? It's, you know, it, I know it's hard, but, you know, sometimes you have to, you have to get, you have to walk through the valley that might be dark in order to see the light at the end of the hill or at the tunnel. And you can't, and honestly, and I've learned this, but you can't go through, you can't learn and grow when everything is dandy. You can't grow and learn when you're walking through um, a meadow of flowers, you know, and, but you can learn and grow when you go through the storms. But I said before, um, after those storms are done, walking through the, walking, walking through the dandelions of the meadow is going to be way more filling. Um, and, you know, you'll, you'll recognize, and I've been, and I've been able to do that. You know, I've been able to recognize when I feel like I'm going to have like an anxiety attack or I'm going to feel like I might have a depression moment. You know, I recognize those moments and I'd be like, ah, oh, you know, I realize, or you recognize that storm, you know, you recognize, oh man, it's coming. You know, what do I have to do? Well, can I call a friend? Can I, you know, in my instance, have, you know, my awesome wife, you know, where it's, which is like, you know, I, I can, you know, she helps me with that. You know, she knows that. She understands that. Right, so but you know, and I, have, and I have a friend too that helps too with that stuff. Right, so it's it's don't you know don't let don't let Satan or don't let your mind um, tell you what you believe you can't do. That's that's a real handful, Jacob. Makes me think um, of what I heard by Rick Warren once: is don't believe everything you think. You really have to test it, and what you just touched on was very potent. So we're just gonna we're gonna finish up this podcast, Jacob. And uh, uh, where where can uh, where can people find more about you? 
if they wanted to learn more about you and what you're doing and pursuing and and so where where could they find you? So so I don't have Instagram. I don't have any social media because I just I just like to take a break or I just don't want it. But I do have a Facebook. So and I've kept that since uh, high school. So on Facebook is like probably the best way to find me or um, or even my email. Like you know, if you had a message to send me or you just wanted to, you know, say what's up or something or ask a question, you know, it's like Jacob seven nine eight at yahoo dot um, ca so yeah. other than that i just i don't like really being too much in the spotlight of social media so but i'm on, I'm on facebook so but that's enough i guess well hey you know if you keep pursuing the way you're pursuing you're going to be in the spotlight somehow buddy but uh it's <laughs> you know it's very uh it's very modest of you. You're not out to impress people on social media, but it's nice to know where people can definitely find you so they don't have to, you know, come knocking on your door up North Bay or something, you know what I mean? Fly across the world, do that. But Hey, if someone wants to do that, you know, that's a very good impression if they wanted to, you know, <laughs> meet you in person. But, um, but at least to know more about you, uh, through social media is great. Um, uh, I, uh, so yeah, Jacob, uh, it's Chinurazzo. Um, yeah, if you can uh, spell that Chinurazzo out for people just so they know. Oh, yeah. So C-H-I-N-Y-A-R-A-T-Z-O. That's it. All right. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Um, yeah, thank you, Jacob, for uh, hopping on to do this interview. It's been a real pleasure and i'm sure the audience uh who uh, hear this got some great value and some takeaways and are inspired so jacob we'll have to do another show in the near in, in the future and um we'll uh we'll talk to you on the next episode jacob for everybody on on um blessings to you and stay in a limitless mindset god bless everybody